welcome to issue 19 of Critical Encounters, a podcast about Marvel Champions, a living card game by Fantasy Flight Games. Here, we take a good look at that most critical piece of the game, the encounter sets. We'll discuss those poorly understood characters' unfairly labeled villains and their various plans to shape humanity and benefit the planet, as well as those so-called heroes intent on thwarting them. I'm one of your hosts, Steve, and joining me tonight on location is Mustafa. How you doing? Hi. And Daniel. How you doing, Daniel? Fantastic, Steve. It's great to to be here. Uh, Mustafa, what's on your mind tonight? Daniel, I know I can't compete with you physically, and you're no match for my brains. You're, You're really that smart. Let me put it this way. Have you ever heard of Plato, Aristotle, Socrates? Yes. Morons. Really? Well, in that case, I challenge you to a battle of wit. For the princess, to the death, I accept. Good, then pour the wine. Inhale this. Do not touch. I smell nothing. What you do not smell is iacane powder. It's odorless, tasteless, dissolves instantly in liquid, and is among the more deadly poisons known to man. Hmm. All right. Where's the poison? The battle of wits has begun. It ends when you decide and we both drink. We find out who is right and who is dead. But it's so simple. All I have to do with is divine from what I know of you. Are you the sort of man who would put the poison into his own goblet or his enemies? Now, the clever man would put the poison into his own goblet because he would know that only a great fool would reach for what he was given. I am not a great fool, so I could clearly not choose the wine in front of you. But you must have known I was not a great fool. You would have counted on it, so I could clearly not choose the wine in front of me. You've made your decision then? Not remotely. Because Iacane comes from Australia. As everyone knows, Australia is entirely peopled with criminals. And criminals are used to having people not trust them, as you are not trusted by me. So I can clearly not choose the wine in front of you. Truly, you have a dizzying intellect. Wait till I get going! Where was I? Australia. Yes, Australia. And you must have suspected I would have known the powder's origin, so I could clearly not choose the wine in front of me. Mustafa, you're just stalling now. You'd like to think that, wouldn't you? You've beaten my giant, which means you're exceptionally strong, so you could have put the poison in your own goblet, trusting on your strength to save you, so I can clearly not choose the wine in front of you. But you've also bested my Spaniard, which means you must have studied. And in studying, you must have learned that man is mortal, so you would have put the poison as far away from yourself as possible, so I can clearly not choose the wine in front of me. You're trying to trick me into giving something away. It won't work. It has worked! You've given everything away! I know where the poison is! Then make your choice. I will, and I choose... What in the world can that be? What? What? I don't see anything. Oh, well, I could have sworn I saw something. No matter. <laughs> what's, what's so funny? I'll tell you in a minute. First, let's drink me from my glass and you from yours. <sighs> you guessed wrong. You all need think I guessed wrong. That's what's so funny. I switched glasses when your back was turned. Ha ha ha, you fool. You fell victim to one of the classic blunders. The most famous is never get involved in a land in Asia, and only slightly less well known is this. Never go against a villain when death is on the line. Ha 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 Okay. Uh, well, that's been issue 19. We're all out of time. <laughs> Oh my god! I told Moosey it was a bad idea. Oh, it's great! I love it! 
Okay, now Steve, you have you have four minutes to do the origin story. Okay, that. I gotta hurry up here. Holy cow! This is what happens when you guys get together. Yeah, nobody should have put us in the same room. All right, so thanks for that, guys. What are we gonna talk about tonight? Electro. We're we're gonna do Power Drain, the <gasps> Power Drain encounter set with Electro. Mm. And where might where might one find this, Steve? Yeah, this set comes out of the Green Goblin mm. villain pack. That's the word I'm looking for. So Electro, otherwise known as Maxwell Dillon, was born in Endicott, New York. That's eight miles away from where I am sitting right now. And it also has the best comic book store in the area. This is like a close-to-home guy for me. Wow. This yeah, is a local I, villain. I commute through Endicott every day to work. Uh, he first appears in Spider-Man number nine in 1964. His family moves around a lot because his dad works, so he doesn't stay in Endicott for very long. And after a short little stint, his father decides to run off with another woman, leaving him and his mother, Anita, all alone. Mm. Yeah, so that's the start of his uh, career here. Uh, okay. Mom becomes like super protective, uh, overly protective of Maxwell after that, to the point of lying to him about him getting into electrical engineering college. Because she's afraid that he might get in school and then fail out. So she's really overprotective. Instead, she pushes him to become a lineman working for the electric company because they're hiring. So he does that instead. Uh, When Max is 24, his mom dies of a heart attack, leaving him all alone. He's got a steady job. He starts to date the billing clerk at the company, Norma Lynn. But at this point, he's lost all his ambition, career-wise and whatnot. And Norma Lynn wants more. She wants him to have more ambition, to have more goals. Like any good woman, I think she's pushing him to do more. And he's not about to, so she runs off with an electrical engineer seeking greener pastures. Irony. Like, yeah. Yeah, right? Like a real engineer. Not a... Okay. All right. Oh, this is tough. This is a tough story already. Okay. Yeah, so there's some elements here I think that we mm-hmm. can relate to. People can probably get behind a little bit easier than, say, Claw or Tiger Shark. Absolutely. His, uh, he sees the whole situation as kind of like a repeat of what his parents went through, and he resolves that he's never going to let that happen to him again. Mm-hmm. He decides he's going to find himself a simple trophy wife that he can control <laughs> with money. Oh, there you go. So he gets a little ambition. He, he starts this life of like pride and lust. He doesn't want to tread water anymore. He wants to finer things in life, and he wants to be able to control what he wants. Before any of that can happen, he's working the lines, and there's another lineman who gets into trouble and needs saving. Max is hanging out on the tower, and he's like debating with the guy, like, I'll help you, I can save you, but you have to explicitly tell the company what a hero I am, how heroic I am. Like, I'll come out and help you, but you gotta do this first. So he's like stalling, trying to get the guy to agree to just say how amazing Max is. Wow. Is this I have a question. Is this the sixties or is this just comic book mentality that you think that uh a heroic lineman is going to suddenly have uh so much money that he can get uh, a trophy wife and, and control everything? No, I think he see, he thinks at this point this might give him like a, a leg up in the company if they can see see him as a hero. Uh yeah. maybe get some promotions and that sort of thing. But he delays so long on the whole, like, well, you got to do this for me if you want me to come out there and save your life, that this freak lightning storm arrives and hits, and the other lineman falls to his death. 
Max is hit by lightning. Max is attached to a spool of wire that they're running and the tower. And there's a strange like magnetic field generated by the configuration of the spool and the lightning charge. And it creates a mutagenic change in his nervous system, granting him his powers. He becomes a living electrical capacitor powered by, it says, powered by the microfine rhythmic muscles that normally regulate body temperature. What does that even mean? I don't know. That's just okay. Does, yeah. It doesn't, yeah. Uh, it doesn't at matter. Least, are they at least firing at subsonic speeds? or Subsonic speeds. <laughs> yeah. He starts a life of, like, he, he gets into this greedy life, villainous ways, and he takes his powers and he uses them for evil. Generally just for money and wealth and the trophy wife and those sort of things, right? He just goes after those wow, superficial okay. yep he ends up being a longtime spider-man nemesis the two of them battle a lot he becomes part of the sinister six and eventually his powers start to degrade and he works with none other than daniel's most favorite villain the mad thinker mad to thinker. help get them back so he works with the mad thinker he gets his powers to kind of get back but in the long run he ends up losing his powers completely when Black Cat overloads him, some sort of like trap, and all his powers are drained right off of him. He gets carted off to jail. Eventually, like any good villain, he gets broken out by none other than Rhino. Wait, isn't Rhino always breaking people out? I seem to remember another backstory where Rhino broke somebody else out of jail. That, guy, that guy's breaking and taking. He's breaking yeah. and taking. Taken, yep. Uh, Rhino gets l the Lizard and Jackal to get Electro's powers back. Like, Lizard's uh, kind of a genius and whatnot. They try to give Electro his powers back, but in the end, his body rejects the electrical powers a second time, and it ends up killing him, and he ends up dying uh, permanently in The Amazing Spider-Man, Volume 4, Number 17, in 2016. So he has a pretty wow. good run. But he's kind of like a, I don't know, sort of a loser. Yeah, that's the word that I like. I was thinking, what a futile life he led. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, like, I, I just, I'm not connecting with this guy. But I will ask this about the Sinister Six. Everyone I've ever researched for this show is a part of the Sinister Six. So it's got to be the Sinister, like, 60. Because it just seems like everyone has been a part of that at one point. Or yeah, time. you have, a, like, Doc Ock and Rhino and yeah, Electro. They're, they're all there. Yeah, and they, the Sinister Six fight Spider-Man a lot. So he might knock one of them yeah. out, throw him to jail. So they got to get a sure, six sure. to fill a slot, maybe. Got to keep that. Got to keep that name alive. I think Tombstone was part of the Sinister Six. So, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, this this whole part of like on the tower and like I'll save you if you say I'm a hero. Like that's messed up. Right. Yeah. He starts wow. off where you can sympathize, right? Mom's kind of. Dad leaves. Really? Dad leaves him. Mom's overprotective. He just gets this. His girlfriend leaves him, and then after that, that's where you lo I, he loses me. Yeah. 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 Well, what can he do? All right. So he's got powers all relating to electricity. He can fire lightning bolts, but they aren't always super accurate because of nice. whatever conductive materials are around. Like the light, the lightning will go into a tower or hit some metal thing. Uh, sometimes he can travel along electrical lines or magnetic lines. Sometimes his legs will like go all lightning bolt, and he can just zoom through these things. Like he gets these eddying fields of power, so he can travel along that. He can f sort of like feel electricity in circuitry so he can know if things are powered or how powerful they are. Hmm. Uh, you never want to touch him because he can zap you. 
And he can use that zap to disrupt powers like Spider-Man's electrostatic wall climbing ability, which he uses to good effect against Spider-Man often. Okay. It's immune to electricity. Uh, he can recharge and overcharge himself through electrical sources, but he is vulnerable to things that can short circuit him like water, which Spider-Man sure. figures out and uses against him like a jerk. So Spider-Man's always figuring out their weaknesses. But oh, that's genius. Genius. <laughs> that's Electro in a nutshell. Yeah, I mean, well, let's see. Let's see about him. Let's take a look at the set. And I think um, Steve has the titular character, right? Sure. I'll do, I'll do Electro himself. You so we're going to totally do... Should. Power Drain is interesting. It has five unique cards, five total cards. None of them are going to repeat. Electro is our first one. He is a unique minion with a two scheme, two attack, six health. He has two boost icons and a special boost icon. Uh, he's got the criminal trait. And after he attacks, after Electro attacks, forced response. After Electro attacks you, discard one card from the encounter deck. Take one indirect damage for each boost icon discarded this way. And his special boost icon is discard three cards from the encounter deck. Hmm. We're going to see a theme of discarding the encounter cards all through his set. So thematically then, Steve, what, what about him makes the, the, him want to make the villain deck go faster? Yeah, I think maybe he's uh, overcharged or he's... The he's electricity is... Move faster. Yeah, or it's okay. just the, the lightning strike. I think maybe that mm -hmm. has like a, a mm -hmm. feel to it. The deck is really racing. Um, you know, I think okay. this might be a card where I would not be sad to see as a boost rather than as a, as a card slap down. And I'll tell you why. He's a 2-2. He doesn't really have good keywords. Not that we've seen a lot of action on the keyword front. They have all these keywords around, but other than a couple like Hydra, I, right. I have yet to see a lot of good keyword interactions yeah, in the villain deck. Yeah. Um, he has six life. That means he's not even going to last to come around and attack and discard one card. But if he comes up as a boost, not only does he have the two, which I appreciate, but he also discards three from the deck. So I might, I might even prefer seeing him as a boost, actually. I, I think I agree. He's, he's I mean... Two scheme is, is great. Two attack is fun. But like you said, Moose, like you'll be dead before that even happens. But as a boost, those things are happening. That's like five damage, as it were, which I really six health, like. Six health does mean he has to, you have to, a hero has to swing a couple times into him, maybe, or use a swinging web kick. All or, or, yeah, one of their special one attack big cards. hands with them big and, and he's right. gone. Right. But yeah, but again, I, that's just, you're not hitting the villain. Yep. Sure. Right? So. Because you do want to get rid of him. I don't think you want to let him attack you for two and discard a card and take indirect damage from the boost icons. Because you could conceivably as a flip a three boost icon card, uh, which would be pretty nice if you could get Electro to hit for two and do his thing for three more. And, and I think that's why I'd rather actually see him as a boost because you'll get something. Whereas otherwise he's a speed bump. And mm. we have plenty of speed bumps. There are other cards that Heroes will do the same job. Um, True. Aren't just speed bump and minions synonymous? So they are, but this yeah, speed bump sure. actually does something when he comes out as a boost. Right. So totally get um, it. And totally actually adds the damage. So 
I I think this is one of the the minions I would. And you know, the card kind of reflects his somewhat pathetic life story. You know, like <laughs> he's, he's better as an afterthought. Of, yeah, he's better <laughs> off as a discard on a on a on a actual villain's attack than than trying to do his own thing, which doesn't seem to be much, um, other than the usual stuff. Uh, I mean, wow, you don't you just have to be a that villain. Real, kind of, you don't have to be a villain to kind of have that kind of backstory or that kind no. of. Absolutely. Lust for power and money. Well, Mustafa, tell us about his scheme, will you? All right. This is the name of the set, Power Drain. Um, it's got three boost icons. It's good. As good as it gets, I guess. And uh, the scheme uh, is a acceleration scheme. Uh, interestingly, it has a when defeated effect. Discard two cards from the encounter deck. Each player must then choose discard one resource of any type from their hand for each boost icon discarded this way. Starts with four threat. Again, um, this is the theme, and I think it's a well-executed theme here. This is one where it hurts to get rid of it. And, but you must get rid of it because of the acceleration icon. You can't really let it hang around for too much either. I don't know. Do, like you, ever, do you honestly envision trying to get rid of this if you're a hero? I would just well, leave it out. Who gives? Who cares? I, I don't like acceleration tokens, but I'm not about to try to get rid of this. No, I mean, it's I, two threat per player, so it's super easy and solo, bam. But then you have that extra thing going on. Yeah, I, I, I think it's just worth leaving around, which I know plays into his whole discard everything effect. But, I mean, we all know that, you know, a hero in the justice school of life deals with this stuff easy peasy. So... I don't, I wish, I really wish Power Drain had the exclamation mark on it. Like, if you had to deal with this and yes. then get hit with that, that would have been so much better. Yeah. That would be, I mean, I, I think I'll, this might be the first time I'm saying this, that would be an amazing card. That, yeah. Uh, almost too good for, for us. Uh, I would start to, like... Well, you, you think I, at least one out of 300 cards could be too good for us? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that that I would but like imagine to imagine if it thing. were crisis. Oh, yeah, or even a hazard, because then you might really want to get rid of it. I mean, acceleration plays into the fact that he's accelerating, right? But yeah, um, I, I mean, I get that. But we haven't seen too many when defeated side schemes, have we? I don't think so. Can't remember any. Yeah, so it's it's neat to see some different game space. Yeah, you know what would make this card even more devious and cruel if it had just one threat on it per player. Oh, it's so easy to get rid of. We might as well. Yes. Yeah. The, the, <laughs> the, the trap would be even sweeter. Yeah. Yeah. Even Thor can get rid of this. <laughs> yeah, no, you're absolutely right. So discard two cards from the encounter deck. Each player must choose and discard one resource of any type from their hand for each boost icon discarded this way. So if people are playing with our house rules, that's a minimum of two cards and a maximum of six. Am I reading that right? Well, let's just go on the the regular rules you're going to discard two cards you could get zero mm-hmm. yep boost icons or- you could get six boost icons if you were right. to discard two you know th- and that means you got to discard between zero and six resources from your hand why did they why did they have to say of any type isn't that generally assumed when they when the, when when resources are mentioned is there a significance to that language well, with Claw, where it had specific ones, Rhino's Horn, 
target specific ones, so maybe they're just trying to. I, I just think clear. this just means you're going to get hit, right? Like, yeah. And so, but vibranium would count as two of those resources, right? Or genius or strength. Yep. Yep. But not power of X. Yeah, that only counts as one. Right. Correct. And you can't use things like Spider-Man's web slingers or any resource that you have out on the table. It has to be from your hand. A right. discard, yeah. And yeah. it's each player. So this could really, like, if you hit six, that would mean heroes have no cards unless they can draw them. And that is absolutely why no group of heroes is ever going to care about this being out. Until we play a multiplayer game and one of us is secretly a double agent and we do it on purpose. There you go. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. I'll play that game. Um, <laughs> all right. Daniel, you've got Electromagnetic Pulse. Well, I'm excited about this. this. is a treachery. When reveal, discard seven cards from the encounter deck. If Electro was discarded this way, put him into play and engage with you. If he was not discarded this way, this card gains Surge. He has two boost icons and a special boost, which is discard three cards from the encounter deck, just like his own boost. Wow. Another nice card. That's seven cards. That's a fourth or fifth of the whole deck, right? I mean... Yep. And then it surges if you didn't find Electro and all that. So what happens if mm. you are down to, like, say, four cards in the deck? You just do what you can, right? You don't... You do not reshuffle, correct. But you still go to Surge if Electro isn't one of those four. Yeah, and Surge is drawing of a card, so you will reshuffle, put the deck back together, and then draw the Surge card. Uh, but this card will not be in there. Because this doesn't go to this card until after you've finished all of its abilities. Is that right? Let's say you're resolving this card, you ran out of deck, mm -hmm. no Electro. You have to reshuffle and draw to account for the Surge, but you don't reshuffle this Electromagnetic Pulse back in. So you couldn't draw it again, for example. I think, that, I think that's right. Yeah, I think it's in that little uh, hazy stage where it's like resolving still. It's, it's, not, right. it's not in the discard pile yet. Still resolving. That seems to make sense. I, I'm, I just want to make sure that the rules were clear on or at least... Yeah, I think that's right. I really like this card a lot. It is good, too. Yeah. I think All I'm right. starting to really like this set a lot, but we'll talk about I, that soon. Yeah, I wonder yeah. why I haven't added it um, other than the fact that I don't own it, but... <laughs> that's probably the truth. That would be a good reason. So, okay, <laughs> let's, do, let's do another treachery here. Lightning Bolt. When revealed, discard two cards from the encounter deck. Take one indirect damage for each boost icon discarded this way. It has one boost and a special. Special boost is discard three cards from the encounter deck, just like the rest of them. Another uh, great one. The boost effects are all very similar, if not identical, which yeah, is kind of cool. I like While we, yeah, we don't have any repeat cards in this set, but we have repeat effects, which yep. is neat. And then we're discarding wow. two cards. And you're taking damage for the boost. So like we said, again, you could get between 0 and 6, depending on what's discarded. This card could make people play Black Widow or Get Behind Me or whatever other cards there are. Enhanced Spidey Sense. I can, I can see this. A, a lot of heroes seem to run around an at or six under 6 and seem to think they're fine, especially if they've stunned the villain or right. you know, have minions. Point. Yeah. Um, but you can't block this damage. And you happen to draw the wrong number of boosts, you're done. You're out. Nothing you can do, right? 
Unless you have an energy barrier. You can throw it on allies, right? You can put it on your allies and things like that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I do like the uh, how the lightning bolt may or may not hit you, just like Electro's ability may or may not hit you if you're standing too close to uh, high-tension wires or uh, something made of metal. <laughs> so I like that's really hits the theme really good. Like it's indirect. That is awesome. That yeah, is so awesome. Yeah. He could, he could be right on or he could also just totally whiff. So I – haven't really played with indirect damage a lot. Is it you get to choose it to distribute it as you like? Yes. Or does it have yep. to be equally distributed? You you cannot put it on you cannot overpay per se. So uh -huh. if you have an ally that has only one health left, they may only take one point of the indirect, then they die. So you can't put five of it on him and say, Oh, he just takes all five. Nope, he's got one left, so he takes one and you still have four to deal with. So even if you have allies, if they're all down to one, if it's a Hawkeye waiting to use his arrows somehow, yeah, this could really you're hurt. still taking the rest of it. Yep. yep. Not bad. All right, be, I got the last one. Shock therapy. It's a treachery. When revealed, discard one card per player from the encounter deck. The villain heals one damage for each boost icon discarded this. And then the boost effect is discard three cards and it has an additional boost icon. I, I don't generally don't like effects that heal the villain. I don't think they do too much for us. Their timing can be off. It doesn't even say, and if no damage was healed, this card gains surge like some other cards right. in claw set do. I think this might be the, the weakest. Of yeah, this is the dud of the set. Yeah, sure. I mean, you're still discarding cards out of the deck, so it's still moving Electro's agenda along, right? In a four-player game, you're pulling four more cards out, but maybe he heals four damage. I mean, in a four-player game, it's still going to pull four cards out even if it heals no damage. So at least it's never right. a complete miss. It does have that discard three cards and that the same boost, boost effect. Yep. Yeah, again, I think I'd rather see this as a... Well, depends on how many players are playing, right? If it's a solo, you want to see this as a boost. If it's a four-player game, then it's okay to see it as a when revealed. But yeah. if it's a four-player game, that healing is probably not going to do much for you. It well, it's plays into the stall, whole theme, at least. Right? Yeah. yeah. I actually, you know, I like the art on these cards. They have a kind of overarching theme. I like the cool blue palette. That, yes, it is really um, nice. That's been used here. I agree. All the electricity effects look really cool. I would have to guess they're from a newer newer comic run. They look, yeah, the art is great. His art and his side scheme are, are like the more classic look from earlier sets. Both of them have a, a artist credit, though, yeah. but they have the same throwback look to the 60s kind of costume he had. It's the same artist, yeah? Yep. Steve Ellis, yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the treacheries are all from the books, yeah? Yeah, got to be. So cool. All right, so I will go first on saying I really enjoy this set because it's very different from all other ones. I think it's cool. Agreed. I yeah, think it's really cool. If we can get another game of Marvel Champions in, I'm going to vote uh, with Daniel's set. I'm going to vote to include this. We've been including Absolutely. Scorpions, but we don't have time to talk about those. Scorpions also cool, but I... I definitely want to try this one. Put this in uh, with Claw. Claw's already burning through his deck so fast. With his oh, double, yeah. yep, yep. You're gonna, you are not gonna be able to turtle at all in this game. You're gonna have to race because he's gonna hit those acceleration tokens that much faster out of these. Actually, That's what it. we've been doing is we've been putting in Masters of Evil and Scorpion. Oh, uh, nice. So we could, 
replace Masters uh, Scorpion with this and still put Masters of Evil in and uh, and have a, a good enough challenge. Absolutely. All right, I'll tell our listener uh, how to how to contact us, even though they should know by now. We're at criticalencounterspod at gmail.com. We're Critical Encounters on Facebook. We're also on Discord as Verdain, Big Foam Loaf, and The Truth. <laughs> if you like our show, tell your friends. If you don't like our show, tell your enemies. And don't forget, kids, never get involved in a Lamborghini. Jewels. Money. No matter how much I take, I want more, much more. And with my great power, nothing can stop me from getting it. Never go against a villain when death is on the line. <laughs>